Yes, counter-attack podcast with myself, that's No Spence, but Lamin. Aye, right, Lamin is back. Then Let's the go. next one, Spence will be back. And then we're all, <laughs> we're all back, full house. But um, yeah, man, so today we've got a special guest. Um, oh wait, first, guys, keep liking, subscribing, sharing. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for just everything, because it's been crazy recently, man. All the different lives and all the different feedback. And um, yeah, we're just... We're just going to keep it going. So um, today we've got a special guest, um, Birmingham City player, Josh McEachran. And um, we're just going to just talk about his career and you know, things that have happened in his career, his time at Chelsea and the loan systems and everything. And yeah, we're just going to get him in here now. You ready, Lam? Let's go. Uh, admit. Just waiting for him to come in now, and here he is. Yes, Josh, what's going on? Hello, mate, you all right? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, man. Um, yeah, man, so thank you for doing this, Josh. Um, I don't really see you doing many interviews and stuff like that, so for you to come here and do this, I, I really appreciate it, man. So, yeah, how you been keeping, man? Yeah, good. Um, I've done my, done my cruise shit a couple of months ago now, well, 12 weeks ago I had the operation. Mm. Um, had surgery, so at the moment it's not a bad time to be injured. To be fair, like I've just yeah. been focusing on my recovery, getting as strong as I can. Um, yeah. I'm not missing any football, so it's, yeah, it's been a blessing to be fair with my injury. Yeah, how much longer you um that you've got till you can you know reasonably think about at least coming back and kicking a ball. Yeah, no, it's still still early days. I'm still doing like one legged balance stuff and that. So I've still got a long way to go, but I'll probably say hopefully be fit around like match match fit around October, October, November time. But I've still got a few months to go, but yeah, yeah I'm getting that's there. That's all right. That's, yeah, that's not that's bad. That's decent. Yeah. Is that your um is that your toughest injury to date? Oh yeah, definitely. Hundred percent, like, and as soon as as soon as I did it, I'm, I've never done uh, ligaments in my knee before. But just as soon as I'd done it, I just knew it was it was serious. Um, I don't know about you two, if you've had ever done it before, or whatever. But I, I just knew straight away. So no. I've had like little niggles here. I, to be fair, I broke my foot in that, but that was nowhere near like the pain I had with this. Yeah, oh, is it? Yeah, everyone's different as well. Like some players say, like they did, but the way I felt. I had like um, every ligament in my knee reconstructed, so it was it was a big one. Wow, wow, yeah. I, I think Lamin's had a bit of them ligament issues and and all of that. Yeah, I know how your knees feel, bro. I know how your knees feel, man. It's, um, it? Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a nice pain at all. It's not. I've, I'm like you. I've broken bones, and I always say to people, I would always prefer to break a bone than to do my ligaments. And when I did it, I, I really understood why. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, But hopefully, touch wood, I come back stronger, fitter. So I'm just yeah. using time. I've never had this time to work like specifically on my body. I'm obviously training day in, day out. Now I've never really been like a gym guy or whatever. So mm. I've been just to just to build myself up really and just to get as strong as I can. Yeah. What would you say your yeah. your um your playing style is? Um. I just love to get on the ball really and dictate play. So mm. I started 
got as a number 10 when I was um, like in my youth team days, even younger. And then as I've got older, well, it was, it was my first manager in professional football at Chelsea that dropped me into like the holding midfield role. And then since then, I've just, I've just loved that, that position, um, just getting on the ball as much as I can and to dictate play really. So yeah, my passing vision. Which, kind of, which manager was that, that that gave you that, that role? Uh, Carlo Ancelotti. Oh, that's not a bad. That's not a bad name to to to, to yeah. drop. What was he? What was he like for you to you know to play under? Like while you were there. Uh, yeah. Still to this day, I'd say he he's the best. He he was just so relaxed, chilled. Like he just had such a calm, calm way about him, and just mm. let you express yourself really. Yeah. But like. You knew, like, if you did something wrong, because he would let you know. Yeah. But at, the, like, at the same time, like, you could just, I just felt like free. I was young. Just, and when you're young, going to Chelsea, you, wanna, you need to make a big, big impression. Mm. And I, I didn't feel any pressure, really. Mm. I just, because he was the manager, I think other, other managers would have, like, done the opposite, maybe. But with him, I just could just not do what I want. But, you know what I mean? Just express mm. myself. You had like a, a lot of well, from from the outside it looked. You had it looked like you had a lot of pressure on your shoulders because you were like the guy that's gonna come through the youth and just take everything by storm. And you know, how did that make you feel at the time? Because obviously you're just a, you're just a player at the end of the day. So when everyone's putting all this pressure on you, how does that make you feel? And how did it affect like your game? Well, at first, at first, like, I didn't even really feel it, to be honest. Like, I was on the back of most newspapers, like, the next big England star, blah, blah, blah. But when I was at Chelsea and playing under Carla, I didn't really feel it. I started mm. feeling towards when I was getting, like, the negativity. So, my AVB come in, and then he brought, like, Ramirez, Morelos. Yeah. And he said, you would be around it, but I can't guarantee you'll be on the bench. I can't guarantee you'll come on. So, mm. I was like, I want to... I do want to be involved like week in, week out now. So my first low move was to Swansea. And then the headlines suddenly changed from England's next star to going on loan. And then it was just a spiral kind of thing. And yeah. then that's when that's yeah. when really like dealing with, oh no, everyone's, every time I walked out, I felt like massive pressure to score 30, 40 yard worldies. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So what was the main difference for you, do you reckon, like, going into men's football, like, when you went out on loan? What was the biggest difference between the loan, like, not loan system, the under-21s, um, under-23s? Was it under-23s sometimes? It was just reserves, isn't it? No, it's just reserve league, yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was just reserves. So what, what would you say was the, was the biggest difference between the reserves and then when you actually went out on loan and got men's football week in, week out? Yeah, the... The reserve, the reserve league wasn't actually too bad. Like now it's 23s and it is really young. But back mm. in the day, reserves, you did get like four or five players who wasn't playing on a Saturday. They would play on a Monday. So obviously it wasn't that much of a difference, but you could still see yeah. that, that the difference obviously was there. Yeah. Was it a thing where, because Chelsea have this thing with the, the loan system where a lot of players go out and, um, they're known for just always putting their youth up, putting their youth up. Was it a thing for you 
So, like, when you were thinking about it, did you think, you know what, I might not be able to make it here because Chelsea have a history of just sending players out alone and getting rid of them? Or did you actually feel like, you know what, I've actually got a big future here? No, I, I felt from probably when I was like 17 till about 20, I thought, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I've, I've got a big, big chance here. Yeah. Um, obviously, I was making my debut coming on, coming on most weeks, coming on in big games. Like, I remember being 1 0 down at Man City, and I was like one of the first subs to come on. Um, I was 17 years old, so mm-hmm. Carla had a lot of faith in me. But then, probably after. I was about 20, 21, and then I was still going out and learning, coming back. And I remember one year I was devastated because Chelsea done this thing there was like 23s, first team, and like a lone group. Mm. And I went to uh, walk into the first team change room. I didn't even know that at the time. I went to walk into the first team change room just as normal. And there was like, oh, Josh, like, sorry, you're not in here, you're in the lone group. And I was just like, oh, I, think, I think my time's up here. Oh wow! So then that's like, well, yeah, I need to, I need to look elsewhere, kind of thing. No, that's 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 so crazy. And how did that like make yeah. you feel? Oh, no, I, like this big. Uh, that that was probably the one of the most yeah embarrassing situations I've been in because yeah, I walked in just as normal, and then to be told like, no, nah, you're not even in here. You're down the bottom corridor. Was, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh wow. No, that's that's crazy, and you're obviously a Chelsea. Like, where were you born? You weren't born in London. Were you? you were born in no, Oxford. Yeah, but, but would you say you support Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, I'm a Chelsea fan. I've been, I've been there since I was like seven, so from like seven till twenty-two. Mm. So I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's 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 wild. And in regards to like your loneliness, would you say that Middlesbrough was probably where you enjoyed the most during during your loan time? Um, Middlesbrough is probably where I played the most consecutive games. Yeah, that's, that, that's why I asked, because you, you made quite a lot of appearances for them. Yeah, I think I made like 35, 40 appearances mm. in a season. I was flying. Uh, Tony Mowbray, I loved playing under him. He was similar, like calm, let me express myself. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I enjoyed it up there as much. To, to be fair, I really enjoyed going over, over to Holland. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went um, to Vitesse. Um, got injured pretty much straight away. They sent me back. Then um, I recovered. I think it was like two month injury. But then after the break, I was flying. I played a lot of games. Um, yeah. Style of play, everything. I really enjoyed. So I would probably say. Um, would you would Would you say that um, them times it was it was hard. For, for young players, young English players to go abroad and play. But obviously because of the whole link that Chelsea have with the test, it was easy for you. But would you say it was a thing where people weren't really trying to go abroad when, when they were younger? It was quite unusual. I, I couldn't name you five players at the time that was um, like English and abroad, to be honest. So it was unusual at the time. And it's changing and changing, obviously, since... Um, Sancho has gone to Dortmund and done unbelievable. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of young players do want to take that part. Yeah. And, um, my advice would be go, go and do it, go and express yourself because football out there is, especially for a player like me, I learned a lot like technical, tactical yeah. aspects of the game. It was massive. Um, so, yeah, it did bring me on a lot. 
what's what's coaching like? Because Lam, you you coach like kids a bit, and and what would you say the biggest difference between coaching here and like coaching abroad is, and how did it how did it help bring on your game? Like, do you, do you want to speak on that the difference between coaching? I'm asking you, Josh. Like, like, Lammy's going to chime in on this topic, but I'm asking you, Josh, sir. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. So basically, uh, um, we're going to talk about the, the coaching aspect of things. Because obviously, Lammy coaches kids over here, isn't it? And um, he's going he's gonna to chime in on, on, this, on this part. But for you, what's the difference between the coaching over here and the coaching abroad? Like, what, what, what's the thing that stands out the most? Um, what stands out the most? Probably the possession, possession base. Like everything was like short, sharp, passing, moving, passing, movement, um, high press. Everything was like. I'm not saying like championships or not, but foreign foreign sides are a lot more like possession possession based. Like our warm up, we wouldn't be. Um, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but like we run up, run up and down. Like the first thing we do is get the ball and do rondo. Like yeah. the audience is just like they just love. Yeah, they yeah. should have the yeah. ball. A lot of teams in the championship are quite happy just to sit off and play on the counter attack. But where Holland, whether you're Ajax or you're at the bottom of the league, like everyone just wants to play. Hmm. Lamy, why why do you think they do that over here? Love. I don't know. I think I think what Josh has kind of mentioned is a difference in the philosophies. Do you know? Yeah. Can you hear me? Sorry. Yeah. Go on. Go can on. You hear go. me? Yeah. I think what Josh is saying is talking about a difference in the philosophies, because I think a lot of the sort of the British-based teams play a very different tempo of football, whereas the teams over in Holland, um, like you were saying, like a lot of it's possession-based. So. Obviously, you, you need different mechanics to kind of and a different mindset to kind of play that kind of game. And you need better, I suppose, you need better all round footballers as well. So, um, I'm sure, Josh, when you was over there, you probably saw that there's a lot of technical players, sorts of different positions. I think Lamb's cutting, Lamb's cutting out a bit. Oh, he's, using, he's using that dial up again, mate. <laughs> he's that dialer, but yeah. Um, in in all the <laughs> he's, he's, he's right what he's saying though. But England are bringing that through. Like the, the uh, in recent years, they're definitely getting better and better. But I remember playing against like Spain and those kind of countries back in the day for England. Mm. And yeah, we, we did beat them on the odd occasion. But I was thinking like the difference between like the technicality aspects of everything, and it's mm. just like. They were miles ahead, but we are slowly, slowly getting them. Have you noticed any differences in in the coaching um, since you've been like playing men's football in championship? Could you say we're slowly getting there? But do you mean more in the youth or even with the the coaching now in the men's football, the senior football? No, yeah, I think in in senior football, people like there was a, a circle of managers like getting sacked going to a different uh, job doing the yeah. same and to, yeah. there was like 10 12 of them or whatever but people are taking a different different route now and they mm. do want like the younger manager who want, who wants to get the ball down who wants to play so i think overall i think the coaches from 
academies all the way up to the senior, it, everything in England is slowly changing. It's so, it's so funny that you say that there's this circle of managers because from, from outside looking in, you can see those, you can see those managers, but how much of, how much of that do, like, registers with, with you in regards to the same managers get, get played and I mean, the same managers get jobs and, you know, the same players will always get a contract, like all the politics and everything behind it. How much of that do you actually see? You see, you see it all, uh, all the time. Like, and I was oblivious to it when I was younger, but obviously mm. as you grow up, you, you see it a lot more. And I'm not saying like they're in the wrong or whatever, because mm. some of them are really successful managers and you've got to do what you've got to do to win games and stuff. Mm. But I'm saying, like, for young English players back in the day, it was hard for them to jump, like, make that step because that's not the kind of players they were. So you have to learn your trade elsewhere. But yeah. I think slowly they will be able to make that step more comfortably because they're looking at that style of manager to come in. Yeah. You, you spoke about Carlo Ancelotti. Apart from Carlo Ancelotti, who would you say the best? Who would you say has been the best manager you've played under? Um, the best manager I've played under? Probably Dean. Probably Dean Smith. Mm. I was with him um, for two or three seasons at, um, at Brentford. Yeah. And the philosophy at Brentford is, is unbelievable, to be fair. What goes on there, what Matthew and that does behind the scenes is unbelievable. But yeah, Dean come in and he had just impact straight away, like his training, like how he wanted to do stuff, it was top, top notch. Why did you decide to, to leave Brentford then? You were there for, was it three, four years? Yeah, three, four years. And in the press and stuff, it, it come out that I got released and that. But they did offer me a contract, they offered me a contract in January, another three-year contract. But, um, last January, sorry. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just thought my time, my time was, my time was up there. I just wanted a new, a new challenge. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I just took that opportunity upon myself to, to have a, have a new challenge. Yeah, why is it though that it comes out that you're released and everything, and you know they offered you a new contract? But I've noticed with a lot of players, they just allow the media and press to just say stuff and just you just just yeah. run with it like. Why do you like? Why do you never feel the need to like come out and, and say your side of the story? I don't know. I, I've I've always let things yeah just go with my head, and it's probably probably wrong. But I think a lot of footballers are the same, like like quite laid back here, negativity around you all the time. So and mm. it is wrong. I am probably in the wrong. I should probably speak out more, and I think more players are speaking out. But little things like that, like. I know, I know I didn't get released. My family knows I didn't get released. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they knew me, knew I didn't get released. So yeah. it was just a few articles. Like, I'm not going to go around the yeah, papers yeah. ringing. No, I didn't. Mm. Josh, let me ask you a question quickly. Yeah? So obviously you kind of mentioned about like playing against Spain and playing against other countries and stuff. Yeah. Obviously you're English and obviously, you know, you're proud to be English and you're proud to like having started your career here, yeah? Do you reckon that maybe you, in terms of the kind of player you was, and obviously the stage that you came through, do you think you would have been more appreciated if you'd started overseas, potentially? Maybe you started in a Spain or something like that? Excellent. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, a, a lot a lot of people have said that, and no, I, I agree with them. If I did, I think I would have I would have thrived a lot more going into a, a first team like that. Um, at the at when I was young, and Carlo was the manager. He he was the type of p- perfect for me, like the way the style of play he wanted to play. But then obviously the managers I have I haven't been their style or whatever. So yeah. I think I think I would have I would have done a lot better if I would have started in Spain or Holland or Italy or just a more like technical, not as physical country, definitely. Was there an opportunity to stay in Holland then or not? After the loan? Maybe to go back or something like that? Yeah, yeah, no, there was a couple of, there was a couple of, um, a couple of teams in Holland. Um, but the style of play at Brentford suited me mm. really well as well. Sure. Um, yeah. I, want, I did want to establish myself in, in England, so I was looking for a club in England that suited my style of play, and I thought Brentford was the perfect fit. Would you, would you yeah. say that um, it's not too late, but for you in your thinking and in terms of football, that the, the idea of going abroad isn't something that you would like visit right now? Because obviously you've got family and you've got one on the way. Congrats as well. Congrats yeah, yeah I've got one on the way, so it's going to be a bit mad too. But no, I, I wouldn't. Honestly, honestly I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say no to it now. Yeah. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Um, my girlfriend said, like, if the time comes, like, she's happy to go with me. So definitely, I'm 27 now. So I want to do what's best for me. I, I still think I've got... Yeah. Seven, eight years left. Like I don't of think it's too late. Of course, definitely. No, no, no. Twenty-seven, and people that players are entering their prams later because of the way you know sports sciences and fitnesses. So, like, yeah, no, twenty-seven is the perfect age because you, you're, you're mature. You're mature now as a player. You know, you know the game more. You, you know exactly what you can do and what you can't do. So, I personally think, you know, because I'm a football man, I personally think that. If you went abroad, obviously my, my opinion counts for nothing, but if you went abroad, abroad, you'd absolutely like, smash it. Because I feel like abroad plays into your, um, your playing style way more. And I, I think when you're coming up against teams who just want to press and just want to run every, like, no disrespect, you can run, but I, I believe your game, the strongest part of your game is I'm not going to take it personally right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe you're getting on the ball and making things happen. Yeah. Your game. But yeah. Because it's not the game of England, do you know what I mean? And when I say England, I don't just mean a national team, I just mean English football in general. It doesn't allow, it doesn't allow your, um, your ability to, to shine like it should. So, short story. Yeah, no, I, 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 completely, I completely agree with you. So I would definitely not, definitely not rule that out um, in the future. See, see what happens. Okay, I've got a question that came in. There was a couple of questions. Um, looking back, what was wait, looking back? What was missing, or what could have gone better? Uh, as he was very tidy, but didn't make enough impact on games. He broke into the first key, first team at the time midfielders started requiring goals, if not lifting players up. So I think that person is basically trying to say. Um, at the time when you broke through at Chelsea, um, midfielders were required to like score a lot of goals and whatnot. Mm. And um, obviously, you weren't scoring, but that's not your your thing. So yeah, what could you have done? No, I like I like to. I don't think like 
goals isn't isn't my game, but I can I can get where they're coming from, kind of. Um, I think it was a mixture of things. I think if Carlo would have stayed, who knows what would have happened. Like mm. I could have be still there now. I could still be playing for Chelsea's first team now. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that happened with him getting sacked and AVB coming, bringing in a lot more midfielders, and then I have to start the whole process again of being a, being a young young talent. Um, and Chelsea are a club that needs to bring silverware in every single every single season. So it's tough for him to. Um, just chuck an 18, 17, 18 year old kid in. Mm. Like, I, I do understand it that way. So I think the timing, the timing wasn't great. And um, I think, yeah, my, my, loan, my loan moves um, didn't work out as good as I wanted them to. And that's probably down to me. Yeah. It's, so those loan moves, would you say that? Yeah, well, you just said it's, it's down to you. But when you're picking loan moves, how much of an input do you actually have? Like in regards to where you're gonna go or what you know, what team and, and how long? How much of that is due, or is it all agents and all clubs and, and no, all no. that? You have you have a massive say. You, you, the ultimate decision is your decision, really. Mm. Later on, when I was more like struggling a lot more to get a loan move, mm. um, didn't have I didn't have like a massive pick of teams, so, so then it gets harder. Um, but no, it, it was de- definitely down to me um, where I went. My, especially my first three or four loan moves was it was down to me, and I hold I hold my because yeah, it, it wasn't right. Um, another one is oh, uh, loved you at Borough with Mazza as well. Proper baller. We had our own little Zavi. <laughs> <laughs> so um Muzza, I've Muzza carry on. Yeah. Um yeah, he's an absolute baller as well from ends. Yeah. But um what was he like appearing with him at least so I can get on to it? Nah, you know what? He he's the most laid back guy I know. Like he's such a, he's I got on with him well, like him, um, Ishmael Miller. Yeah. I got on very well, but to, just to play with him, like if you was in trouble, you could just like Put it, wrap, hook it, and you know he's going to get onto it. And yeah. He was rapping. Yeah. So he, he was he was easy to play with, and yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Yeah. What made you pick Birmingham after after Brentford? Um. What me? I well, I've spoke about it a little bit before, but I got uh, I got promised that I was going to sign um, for they're in the Premier League now. So I was waiting for that move to happen. And a lot of who, sorry? A Premier League. Oh, a Premier League player. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, that I was going to sign for them in the summer. Um, and I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And I was turning down a lot of, lot of clubs in the Championship, a lot of clubs abroad, because obviously I want to get back to the Premier League. Mm. Um, and the longer it was going on, I was like, imagine if it's like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And in the end, uh, the deal completely fell through. Like it didn't happen, and it was like this was two weeks into the season, transfer window finished. Oh. But because I was on a free, I could still sign. Yeah. So then I was like, "What am I going to do?" And then um, Harley D, my old skipper at Brentford, is the captain now at Birmingham. He, he messaged me. He was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Mate, honestly, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do." And he was like, uh, come down here and train. I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, 
I've been doing a bit, but it's completely different. Train on your own and go and yeah. train. So it was like a trial kind of thing. Like I went down there, they wanted to look at me. I had to look around, etc. And I thought it was, it, it was a good move. It's, it, before I got injured, it's, it's been good. Like Pep Clotet yeah. um, wants to get the ball down and play. He's a Spanish, Spanish coach. He's brought more players in to play his style of football. Um, so it's good. I'm enjoying it. I've uh, got... Um, this season another another season left and mm. no, the lads are good the fans are unreal it's good you know you spoke about um, training on your own and everything when you did come in into the side because you're coming you're coming in on a free and and that without a team and everything obviously people don't know the backstory behind why you're actually a free because mm-hmm. you know like you just said you had a move promised or not promised but whatever like do people kind of look at you like he's on a free, he ain't got a club, so there must be something wrong or he ain't good enough? Like, do you actually have to go out and just prove yourself all over again? Of course. Like that, that's the first time I've been in that situation. Like, mm. 20, 26 years old and I'm going like on trial. I was like, what has what it come to kind of thing? I'm thinking, mm. wow. Like, it was, a bit, it was quite embarrassing in a way, if I can mm. say that. It, it was. And then to get up to fitness, I'm back playing with Birmingham 23s. So I'm 26 playing in Birmingham under 23s. It's just, it was just a bit, a bit mad. But obviously, like, I'm in that situation for a reason and only I can take control of that. It's, it's yeah. me. I'm back on track now. Like, obviously, I've got injured. But before I was playing, playing mm-hmm. most weeks, enjoying it again. So I just need to get back strong and then take it from there uh, you know it's, it's so funny because people don't really talk about that like being out of contract and you know what you're going to do looking left and looking right and you obviously had a family so what was that like for you like in that time not knowing where your next move is going to come horrible like just on just on the phone to my um, agent at the time just like what's going to happen like and he's like, I, I, don't, I don't know, like, nothing's really happening at the moment. I'm like, just panicking, I'm panicking, like, for my future, I didn't know what, I didn't know what was going on. I've got mm. a family to provide for, as you said, so it's nerve-wracking times. But, yeah, um, luckily, all, all things fell into place and yeah. I'm set up now. How much of that makes you think about, like, obviously you're very young now, so I don't expect you to like, be thinking about retirement and all that, but... Football is, you know, really and truly in the grand scheme of life, a very short career. So how much of that makes you think about, you know, setting yourself up outside of football? Yeah, no, massively. And I don't think we get that much help when we're younger in Mm. that department with our money. Because a lot of money is thrown at you at a young age, especially at the top, top teams. And you go from nothing to a lot in a short amount of time. It can just go like that. So I think it definitely, um, I think things definitely do need to change in that aspect of things with like financial advisors and things like that, just to, just to, just help you out. Mm. Because you know, said it's quick, it goes quick. And I, I obviously when I'm 21, I don't think about retirement, but I'm 27 now and I do want to set myself up. So I will be taking my coaching back. When I was 21, I was like, that's miles away, but it creeps up on you so quickly. So I will be taking my coaching badges and stuff. And yeah, you just look at things. It's only five five years ago, but you just look at things in a completely different way. 
I was just going to ask, do you think you would have been ready though? Like, because obviously, with a lot of things, people do things when they're ready to do them. Do you know what I mean? Would you have, if you were talking to your 21 year old self now, you'd obviously be saying that, but knowing your 21 year old self, would you have taken on the advice if, if there was something there? And mm. Yeah, bad. exactly. Like, probably not. No. <laughs> that's, what, it's, that's what I mean. It's tough. Like, yeah, I wouldn't know. Like, my little brother is um, 19. He's just gone on going to Holland and stuff. And because I've been through it all, I don't yeah. want him to make the same mistakes as I made. So he's lucky in that way that he's got me, that I've been, been through it all, um, didn't do things in the right way, led to things, blah, blah, blah. I could go on. but um, So, yeah, he, he's lucky. But not everyone has got that older brother that's been, been through mm. all the things. Yeah. But no. Your question, I probably wouldn't. He's not bad player either. No, he's all right to be fair. Runs around a bit more than me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think? Do you think you can? uh, Because you've just mentioned that he runs around a bit more, a bit more than you. Do you think that you could be that player that can get on the ball and make things happen, and still be that player that runs around all the time? Or do you think one has to suffer? No, you can. You can, but. Like if you look at my stats, like uh, after a game, you you would probably be like, "Wow, he's actually running that much." But because mm. I've got such like laid back like way about me, mm. it, it doesn't look like I'm working hard. So fans like perceive me as quite lazy. When really, mm. if you look at me, I'm always after a game, I'm always in like the top two, top three for for running stats. So. Yeah. Would you? But, would you? Go on. No, go, no, go on. Uh, would you say that's that's something that people have kind of not labelled you as but said about you when you look at like the negative stuff that gets thrown at you would it be that you could you could come across as a bit lazy yeah yeah definitely like a lot of managers have said like they've cancelled me out because they're saying like he hasn't got the legs and stuff like that but that's just, that's just not that's just I'm not going to be like like Jordan Henderson or whatever who running non-stop for 90 minutes like that's not me yeah I think, I think that's what people want to see us. I said to someone the other day, I can't remember who, that it's like they, they measure how successful you are on a pitch by how much you're running around. But how much running they see. It's not even how much running you do, it's how much running they see you to do. do you yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Some fans, right, it, it, uh, it confuses me, but some fans would rather you run sprint absolutely smash someone and like, <laughs> it will be it will be their throw it will be the opposition's throw rather yep. than just get yourself in the right position nick the ball and play a pass uh, like, that get them up more <laughs> does that make sense yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the reason why i'm laughing is because i know that <laughs> do you know what i mean it's 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 wild like they want like like you said you could be in a good position nick the ball do a little pass, you've, you've kept possession, your team keep moving, everything is good. But yeah. they would much rather see you run, sprint 30 yards and clear someone out, give away a throw, yeah. give, away, give away a free kick or whatever. And they'll be like, yeah, that, that's what we want to yeah. see. Yeah, that's, that's our player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what it is? It's the, it's the, it's the action-packed way that English, English football is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The action all the time. Yeah, uh, they just love it. And that's not me. I'm not going to be running around smashing people. It's just, it's just not me. It makes you laugh. I've tried to fit into my game, but 
No, afternoon. Quick one. On, um, <laughs> who would you say is your um, is the best player you've played with? What, like, just been on the pitch with or like, had a good season with or what? Okay, yeah. Let's, 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 let's do been on the pitch with. Been on the pitch with. You've been on the pitch with a good couple of players, right? Just, just, just a few. <laughs> just, just for absolutely everything, like the way he handles himself off the pitch, training, Every single day, what he does on the pitch for a midfielder, how many goals he gets, uh, and just to be in his company, you probably know who I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, Frank Lampard. He yeah. was just like the ultimate, ultimate professional, like with everything he does. Mm. Like, I used to go over to train with him when I was like, I started going over when I was like 15. And if, if he felt like he didn't, he was like England's one of England's best midfielders, like, he didn't really have anything to prove, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was just, and he was like, if he didn't feel like he hit the standards in training or whatever, you just see him doing doggies and doggies after. And then I was just like, in awe of him, really, like, he was, he was unbelievable. So, for everything, I'd say Frank Lampard. Did, did that make you, Talent-wise, like... talent though, I'd say Ravel Morrison. Oh, yeah, he was he was different level. Yeah, what club was that? At? Was that Middlesbrough? No, no, I didn't have him played with a club level, just international level, England mm. and stuff. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, oh, I can't remember, but he's there now. Yeah, but um, yeah, what, what was he like? Because this is another thing with about Ravel is that Ravel gets a lot of um, press re- recently, especially because people are like, oh, he's the biggest disappointment and whatnot. And I don't like that. And I don't like that because like things maybe didn't go the way um it might have gone for you know for other people. But for me, he's still young. He's still 27, 26, 27. Yeah, 93, same age as me. Yeah, and I can and he's an absolute baller. And I think if you when you get the right managers, it's like what you were saying uh when you went to Holland and with Angelotti. When you get the right managers, you play better football. And mm. For me, I, I think as well that he's another one that will probably thrive abroad as well because, yeah, yeah because he's got all the attributes needed to, you know, to, to, to do that. But yeah, speak on it. What, what was he like? If he, if he gets the right manager, the right fit, um, I think it has clicked with him now because we're all, we're all young, we're all immature. Mm. Uh, we, we did all need to grow up and we all made mistakes, whatever. Um, but I think if it's not too late, but if he does find that fit, then he he can he can still be like whatever he wants because mm. like you just used to see him. If you couldn't get near him in training, like I used to play against United, um, United like youth team and stuff, mm. and Pogba and that were in the team. But he was he was miles ahead of anyone. Like he yeah. was just yeah. No, that's that's what everyone says about him. And I didn't. I've seen a couple games when he was younger. I remember um, watching some of those games when I was younger, but I never saw too much of him when I was younger. But everyone just always says he's just unreal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's not, yeah. I hope he does. I know he's at Sheffield United now, but he's not really getting the game time or whatever. So I hope he does. Maybe maybe the option is, is he has been aboard before. Maybe he is to go 
global mm. abroad manager and um, and he works because he deserves it. He did, he did well abroad as well. So I know they've got, because they, they, they tried to put out that, you know, they're getting rid of him and whatever, but then the club actually came out and said, no, he actually did really well for us and, and everything. So, yeah, definitely. But I think it's it's more of that whole, like, of your reputation following you. And, oh, you it's know. hard with, with English media now. Like once, once you get that name for yourself, it is, it's difficult to come out of that. But... Mm. I'm still known as just like Chelsea, Chelsea. Flock. Uh, they don't call you Chelsea <laughs> Flock, surely. <laughs> it's difficult to get just to brush that off your shoulder because the media just are on you and on you. And for Ravel now, he needs to he needs to do a lot for that reputation to change, and he, he is mm. capable of doing it. But they do they do get on you a lot, the English media, and I think it's wrong. Mm. What 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 does that do for you though, like? If you do yeah. hear, I don't really hear. Go on, go on, go on. No, no, go on. I was just going to ask, what, what's the impact of that, though? Because obviously, like, yeah, what, what, what? Obviously, you're, you're a player. You're in the game. You're trying to do your best. To obviously, be the best player you can. What does that do for you, like psychologically, and like as a player, young, middle, old, whatever? How does it, how does it affect you? Look? Of course, it affects you. Like, no one likes reading like negativity around you. It's embarrassing. Like. You feel you let yourself down, you let your family down. Like, it's horrible. And I only got it, like, a little bit. I still get it, like, every now and again now. But I'm thinking, like, the top players who are doing it week in, week out, and the press are still, like, trying to, like, bring them down, bring them down, bring them down. I'm looking abroad, and, like, they're just bigging their players up all the time. Yeah, I it's know, I don't know what this it is. Like, it's rather, they're rather, like, a negative headline than a, positive one yeah yeah and and that's that's like a running thing that when I, when I do speak to players the one thing that really rubs them up the wrong way is media do you know what I mean but I mean, it's sad but you guys have just literally just had to just take it as part of the game and it shouldn't be part of the game but it is part of the game because yeah. at the end of the day you're playing at Birmingham, if you ask a lot of people, you know, if if they want to play championship level football and play, you know, in the Prem or whatever, they bite your hand off. Yeah. But for you to actually be playing at Birmingham and still be known as Chelsea Flop, it's it's actually really disrespectful. Especially as, especially when the people writing these headlines and stuff like that have probably never kicked the ball in their life. Oh, a million percent, never. You know what I mean? It's, 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 just, it's just so crazy. But um, who else have we, we, we got to talk about? Um, Melis, add him on my pod. <laughs> what's, he, what's, what's, what's Melis like? Little, little live wire. Melis, I still, I still speak to Melis a lot now. Like he's, mm. he's one of my good friends. and Honestly, he, he's another one. Like His ability was unbelievable. Like mm. He come from us when he was to Chelsea when he was like 15, 15 or 16 or something from Sheffield United. Mm. And like the first times I was training, I was just like, I'm, I'm two or three years younger. I was just like, wow, this guy is going to be like, he's, he's similar to Lampard in like arriving in the box, scoring goals. And I was like, mm. he's going to be, he's, he's an absolute joke. And for whatever reason, things led to another. And he's, he's, um, 
he's now playing at um, well, he's at Bolton, isn't he? Yeah, he's at Bolton now, yeah. Yeah, but he's he's another one like he could get his his career back on track like that, but he's got that reputation as you said before, and it's it's hard to hard to get rid of it. Yeah, um, I'm gonna in my head. I feel like I know who you're going to say, but I'm going to ask you who the most talented player was when he was at Chelsea. Well, what name have you got in your head? I've got Kakuta in my head. Oh, yeah. Nah. Yeah, he, he, him or uh, Hazard, but Kakuta was that good. Oh, yeah, do that, Hazard. Kuku was that good, like, it's mad the like, the youngsters Chelsea actually had, like, the mm. talent they had. Yeah. Uh, even the likes of Patrick Van Arnold, Jeffrey Bruno, and players mm. like that. It was, it was scary. Um, but, yeah, I played with Gail a lot of times, so I would probably say Gail. Yeah, what was it about him, though, that made him so, that so good? Like he could win, he could just win games on his own, and there's only a, a few, a few amount of players that can like just switch mm. it on. Mm. Do you know, like not tr- he he did take the mick in training as well, but like do you know, like not be not be bothered in training, but you know, on a Saturday he, he mm. he'll just be able to do something and win the game on his own. Yeah, like Hazard, Hazard's got it as well, like Neymar, like those special special players, but Gale Gale is one of them that can just switch it on and switch it off when he wanted. I think that's my criticism of Hazard, funny enough. That um, it just, I don't know, because on I get a lot of stick on this podcast because I don't put Hazard up there like, with the Messi's and Ronaldo's and, and the Neymar's. And I think he's tier below, but just not there because I feel like for like 10 minutes of the game, he'll be unbelievable. But then... You know he'll fizzle out for for the rest of it. But then I'm coming to I'm starting to realize that if you're that good, you know, you know you might just need that ten minutes in a game to just yeah yeah yeah. So I I don't know, but I'll trust we'll see we'll see we'll see what you, I know I know what you mean. Like I do see I do agree with what you're saying. Like there's probably like obviously Messi and Ronaldo in, in their league and then mm. like the Neymar's, De Bruyne's, that kind of Hazard's. But Hazard, yeah, he can, he goes through phases, doesn't he? But mm. I'm interested to see what he's going to do at Real Madrid this year because if he wanted to, he could just, he could win the Ballon d'Or. Like if, if he really wanted it, he could do it. Yeah. He's that. It's, you know what, I'll, I'll take your word for it because you've, you've played, you've played um, with him. But um, you mentioned, but yeah, no, you mentioned KDB. Who would, because for me, he'd be top two, top two, or top three in, if I was deciding player of the year. But when you look at, you know, the Premier League, and everything, who would you put as the, um, the outstanding player of the season? Um, I think he, or he's probably in the top two, KDB, but... I'll probably have to put Jordan Jordan Henderson in there as well. No. Yeah. Why? Why? Just just because the amount of pressure he's had on his shoulder from taking over Gerard mm. and what he's yeah. done with the team, like the fans hammering him, and how he's changed that 
all of a sudden into he's known as a world class player now. Mm. Like whether, whether you like it or not, I think he is labelled a world class player, and he's changed that all on his own. So I've got yeah. so much respect. Yeah, I think, I, I, I've got. I'm not sure about being up there in the world, but I've said to Daps, he needs to put more respect on his name, man. Yeah, no, a bit more respect. I, I respect him, but I think he's a, a ridiculously hard worker. I think he's a great leader. Great leader. I never always thought that, but when you, the more I look at him and the more I see his, his influence on the team, I do definitely believe that he's a great leader. Is that enough to be like, you know, the best player? I don't think so because I think. I think no, I know where you're coming from. You're probably like a ball, ball player like me. Like you love watching the De Bruyne's, the Hazards, the Messi's, etc., etc. But I need to like look away from that and look what he's actually done and achieved in the game because he's not. He's obviously unbelievable, but like natural, uh, yeah, naturally he's he's not, and he's worked, he's worked and worked and worked. Yeah, like one of our other co-hosts who's not here, um, Spence. Spence is the one that made me see um, because Spence manages now at Wolfram Abbey, and shout out Wolfram Abbey every time. And he was saying that he didn't really rate Henderson until he became a manager because he was saying that you need those sorts of players in your team. You need those sorts of players in your team, and he realizes that. You know, not everyone in your team can, you know, can be that worldy or whatever. But if you've got someone that, you know, manages to set the tempo and manages to keep everyone, you know, pumped up, then that's invaluable. And and I respect that, but I still think in his team, Mane should probably get the award ahead of him. But you know, that's 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 me. Yeah, I'm just looking at the whole a whole package. I know, like in training, if, if training's not right, I know Jordan's gonna gonna dig someone out or and make it right. Do you know what I mean? So that they mm. go into into the game. Like it's all the things off the pitch I'm looking at as well. Like just the whole yeah. thing. Same with Jordan as well. England under twenty ones, and yeah, I didn't I didn't think he was gonna be um, what he's what he's become. Like that's God's honest truth. I didn't I didn't, and so I just need to take that look up. Um, take a step back and look what he's done and it's unbelievable yeah no no you have, you have to respect it and and the listeners of this will actually say and come and say that I haven't in the past respected Jordan Henderson but I have to actually say his influence on the team is is crazy but um Chelsea you're a Chelsea man as well so how are you viewing their their season this this year um, I'm I'm happy with how it's going there. I don't think it was ever going to go this way. I think if they didn't get Frank, then the youth the youth tip system would have still been the same. Mm. Like loads, of, they wouldn't get have got their chance. So the amount of work Neil Bath, the academy managers, put in put in wasn't getting anything back. Like I felt so sorry for him. Yeah, um, but now I'm. I'm I'm buzzing. I, I didn't think there was going to. I thought there was going to be like seventh, eighth. Like this would be like the season, like a test season kind of thing. Mm. I think no. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with Farrell's going. The way they're playing, uh, the results they're getting from the way they're playing. So I'm happy. yeah, no. Um, I I do I do like the way they, that that Frank Lampard has gone about his business. Like you said, 
if they didn't get him, it probably would have, have changed. But then again, they couldn't get any um, any players in last year, innit? So their hand was probably no. forced. But I think he, he has just um, implemented it that he wanted to do that. He stuck by his word. I think he wasn't under a lot of pressure when he first went in. Uh, so it's just helped out everyone. Mm. So, hot take from you. Would you, as a Chelsea, as a Chelsea man, keep William? Uh, yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. Huh? You have to. You have to. Yeah. You have to keep no, no, no. He, uh, he's special as well. Like, he, he could. Like, he's done it a few times this season. Like his goal at Tottenham and that. He can just pull something out of the bag mm. whenever. So, uh, I would 100%. We've got Ziyech and stuff coming as well, and he's unbelievable. I would, I, would, I would still keep. Um, I would still keep Hazard. Uh, not Hazard. <laughs> William. Yeah, well, you'd probably take Hazard back too as well, mate. You probably take. Oh yeah. We need to think about. But what would you say? How would you say your um, like Birmingham as a whole? Oh, I think we've lost him. I've lost him. My battery's gonna go, won't it? But the other technicals and all of that. Here he is. Yeah. So what did you say, Ian? Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, how would you say Birmingham's city's going? I mean, Birmingham's season's going, sorry, not city. Yeah, it was, um, we went through a stage around November, December, where we didn't win for like 12, 13 games. And that, that killed us really, because recently we've, we've picked up massively. And after, I think if we even won a few of those games, we would have been in and around in and around the playoffs. And that's mm. what we want to do. Birmingham's a big, big club. Yeah. Um, we want to get back to the Premier League. So it's been just a bit hit and miss, really. Like the yeah. season now, well, we can't go down. So. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy looking at that championship table. I'm looking at it now. And you're only, well, I say only, but what what's that? Nine points off playoffs? Yeah. And obviously, yeah. there's a lot of teams in between you and, and um, the playoffs. But... The championship is... We could, we, could, we could go up, but it would be very hard. For yeah. yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at just how competitive that is. That is super tight. Yeah. yeah. It always is. Championship, I think, the toughest league in the world, to be fair. Mm. It always is. And I think it's getting better and better with the teams, the teams in it. I think the bottom, the bottom 10 teams in the... Uh, Prem and the top ten teams in the champ, like there's not much difference whatsoever. Yeah, yeah changeable. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's that is absolutely nuts. And you just it, it just makes you look back at when you were saying you went through that period where you couldn't win a game, and how different how different would it have been if you? No, know, it's all it's all ifs and buts, isn't it? Like mm. now, saying like we didn't lose, but yeah, it is. That that's the championship, like. You could go Leeds away, get a result, and play someone like at the bottom of the league the next week and lose. Like you just never know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But um, before we start rounding this up, I've got one more for you, noobs. Niz, what's he like? <laughs> this Joker. This Joker. Huh? I said he is a character. 
He's a he's top he's top man as well. As I said before, we've got um we've got a group chat where um we do quizzes like every Wednesday or whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah, Frank Frank loves it, and to play with him, he, he, it was a pleasure to play with him. He's another top top talent. Mm. Hopefully, he finds a club you know, club soon. He's um not at Colchester anymore, is he? Yeah. But I'm sure there'll be a lot of clubs after him. Free, so he, he won't struggle to find a club. But now I've got a lot of time for Frank. Yeah. What What's your whole take on championship? Like, do you know if if it's going to be resumed yet or anything? Like, what are you hearing about that? Yeah. No. I think I think it's going to go ahead. I think we're just following the Premier League, really. But I think it will go ahead. I think the German league this uh, weekend was like yeah. Yeah. this kind of thing. Um, obviously, watching it, it was completely different. It was strange, but I think they're desperate. The Premier League, the Championship, they're absolutely desperate to finish it. And like, yeah. if it was cancelled, it how disappointed would you be? But then you got to look at it the other way. Like, this is a serious, serious case, and yeah. you just need to get it right, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Ah, I definitely hear that, man. But um... I've had a question come through quickly, yeah. I've had a question come through for you, Josh, yeah? yeah? So, Birmingham City wonder kid, Jude Bellingham, yeah? People, yeah. Keep, people keep asking me loads of questions about, about, about this kid. I mean, obviously, you've seen him in the flesh and that. Obviously, yeah. he's touted. He's got a lot of stuff going on in the press at the moment. But the question is, is that how good is he? And is he, man, is he, do you think he can make that transition to, to a big Premier League team? Obviously, he's only young, he's only 16 or something. Yeah. He's 16, but yeah, I don't even need to think about it. He, the kid is unbelievable. Like he's 16 years old, and he, I'd say he's the best in training day in day out. Oh, seriously? He's, yeah, he's he's ridiculous. He's talented, but he's got everything else as well. Like he can run, he can. Josh, Josh, you're, you're you're freezing up. My back. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, I can. I can. I can. Yeah, go sorry. On. Yeah, I said he is talented, but he can run, he can head, he can score, he can tackle, like he can do, he can do everything. So I don't think it would it would phase him for, for, to to take to take that step. Yeah, yeah, he's the best in training though. Yeah, he's the best in training. I, I personally, like everyone has their opinion, but I'd say personally, he he's the best in training every day. Oh wow, no, that's that's that's, that's crazy. I think they're gonna they're gonna love that on the internet, mate. All the United fans. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah. If he goes United, I don't know. I heard he's I heard Dortmund wanted him as well, innit? So I don't know, but we'll we'll, we'll see yeah. we'll see how that goes. I think everyone in Europe wanted to be fair. I heard Chelsea were linked with him. All the top top teams, Bayern Munich were linked with him. All the top teams, but for a sixteen year old, he's got his head screwed on. Um, comes from a good family, so. I'm sure yeah. he'll make the right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love I'd love him to stay at Birmingham. To be fair, because it is a pleasure to play with. But yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what. He does. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, um, Josh. Man, um, I hope you've had fun. You know, we, no worries. We, 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 we finally got it over the line, and and this is one that I I really wanted to to get done. So when I found out that it could happen, I was over the moon because. I personally, as a football man, I think you're a massive player, and I think I think you're you're definitely underappreciated here in this country. 
And I do really, really hope that we can go on and, and get to see the best of you because you're an absolute baller. And, you know, all the best getting back from the injury. And, you know, congrats again. On, congrats again. On, Hopefully I will, but I do appreciate what you're saying. Yeah, man. No, no, no. It's, and this is just from one fan of football and someone that, that's played to another person. Because you're an absolute baller. So, and and I think, you know, Chelsea took, took liberties in it. But that's just, that's just me. You ain't got to say that. But I think Chelsea took liberties. But anyway. Um, I've got to be careful what I say in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. you've had so I need to be careful. <laughs> Say that again? I said, I need to be careful because a lot of interviews you've had, they have made the headlines. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So in terms of headlines, Josh McEachern Josh loves Chelsea and he wishes them all the best. So, you know, but let's just put that. But, so um, of course. Yeah. Right, cool. But yeah, guys, um, keep liking, subscribing, sharing. and. Um, We'll be back, as always, next week. Just let us know what you think, and no doubt you're going to love this one. And, um, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Big up, Josh. Take it easy. Thank you very much. Take care. All right.